Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Warning, the Savage Nation contains adult language, adult content, psychological nudity. Listener discretion is advised. And now, the world's most exciting podcast, The Savage Nation, home of borders, language, culture. And here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. Welcome to the free version of the Michael Savage podcast, and I'm going to keep it free for all of you. But there are many of you who would love to be able to listen to my show without any ads. I love ads, but many of you want to listen to the podcast free of ads. So we created something for you, a solution. We call it the Savage Premium. For less than the price of one flat, tasteless beer at your local bar, you can receive access to all of my podcasts going back years ad-free for just $3.99. That's at $3.99 a month. You'll get not only my ad-free podcast, but you will also occasionally receive access to material that is exclusive for members only. And I'm going to give you the list in a minute of what you've, what you've missed. You're going to get an occasional monologue from me, maybe a reading from one of my novels, sneak peeks of interviews before anyone else hears them, archive pieces dating back to 1994. Many things that come up, you're going to get exclusive access to Michael Savage material. Details can be seen on my website, michaelsavage.com. And if you want to join... All you got to do is go to glow.fm and search Savage Premium. That's glow.fm and search Savage Premium. Now, you will always have access to my free weekly podcast. I want to be clear about that. That's my promise to you. But if you want less ads and more Savage, join the Savage Premium Club today and never miss a spoken word of mine. It's glow.fm slash Savage Premium. You can find it on michaelsavage.com. And here's some of the stuff that you have missed so far. Michael Savage reading from his best-selling novel, Countdown to Mecca. My words, my voice. Savage reads from one of his lost journals, Fiji, 1968. Savage's first drive-time show, Hour One. My interview with the Jewish gangster, very popular. I uh, read from my first written, published article, Who Was at the Helm? From 1965, it's heard nowhere but on my premium site. I read passages from my novel, Abuse of Power. Uh, we replayed Fat Al's Tuna. My Savage show from 324.94, the earliest show in the archive, 324.94. My interview with Donald Trump from 110.2011. 110.2011, while Mark Levin was mocking him and Sean Hannity was mocking him uh, and the others were mocking him, I was interviewing Trump much more. And remember, subscribers also get ad-free podcasts every week. The cost is less than a beer at a bar, and you get a better buzz with, with the Savage Premium. So go to, go to glow.fm slash Savage Premium for full access to ad-free podcasts and exclusive sound you'll not hear anywhere else. Thank you very much. I'm going to take some calls, okay? Winfred 
is an angry caller from New York on WOR. I have no idea what he's mad about, but he's getting the air. Winfred, go ahead. It's your floor. You better believe it, buddy. You guys are mad because Obama is doing a good job. And I'm going to tell you something. The whole world's looking at you. Well, let, well let's take one sentence at a time. He's doing a good job. He's going to win again. He's going to win again. Winfred, Winfred, Winfred. If you want to have a discussion, we can take each statement and discuss it. You're saying Obama's doing a good job with what? The economy? Yes, he is. And let me okay, you, so, uh, oh, wait. Is he doing a good job with creating jobs? Why you don't talk about the gays and protest that? Why you don't Winfred, talk about wait, you got on the air, I gave you some time, and you said Obama's doing a good job. I'm trying to find out where he's doing a good job. So where? Did he create jobs? We don't know where they are. Okay, okay. You, so you don't want to talk about those type of things. I just asked you, what is he doing that's good? He is the president, you bum! So get off my phone! Excuse me? Sir, what are you on? What exactly, what drug did the government give you? What? I don't understand this. Let's see, the date is August 13th. Oh, it's the middle of the month. And by now, they've already sold off their prescriptions already. The, the meds are gone. They take a few the first few weeks, and the social worker comes. They make them take them in front of them. Then the social worker doesn't want And by the 13th, they're selling them on the street. Thanks, Winford. I appreciate it. They're already sold in the, in the gutter. Ah, uh, what's now? In San Francisco on the home station, KNEW, James, welcome to the program. Go ahead, please. Uh, yes, Dr. Savage, um, what I'm hearing from you that really troubles me is this, this is beyond, you've gone beyond, way beyond sour grapes from just losing election. And what you're saying is, is it's reactionary, it's slander, and it's un-American. Okay, and, uh, let's start with let's start with you. What did I say that's un-American? Well, you're attacking President Obama before he's even had a chance. He won in a... Hey, schmuck. Hey, schmuck. Schmuck. Schmuck, listen to me. I'm not your weak father. I'm Michael Savage. Let me tell you like it is, schmuck. Obama has passed five executive orders. He's jammed through a trillion-dollar spending bill. It doesn't matter whether it was done in one week or in four years. Don't tell me I have to wait 100 days. If I wait 100 days, there'll be no country left. He's doing what he was elected to do. He, has the he was not elected to rob the Treasury. Didn't this man say he would not appoint lobbyists? He said that two days ago. Well, the people are sick of not... Wait a minute. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Do you understand that you are an idiot? You're the dupe that he wanted. You're the chinless wonders that elected him. This man said he wanted change. This man said there would be no lobbyists. Are you aware of the fact that he's appointed three major lobbyists to major positions? Why doesn't that bother you? Why doesn't that bother you? You investigate Bush's war crimes, savage. Uh, oh, no, listen, listen, you, listen, you weakling, you, you chinless wonder, you. You're the kind of man who, if Obama said he wanted to put talk show hosts in gas chambers, you would say Zeke Heil. Isn't that correct? Tell me I'm wrong, James. I wouldn't put you. I would definitely get you off the air, though. You have no place. You would. You know what, my friend? Not only will you not get me off the air, my show has never been bigger. And it's going to get bigger and bigger. Do you know why? Because your man is a hypocrite. Your man is a fraud. And I am going to be not the last, but perhaps the first to continue this exposure of this fraud. And if you don't like it, my friend, you have a choice. You can go and read one of the failing newspapers in San Francisco. Have a nice day. So here's a man who says I'm un-American for pointing out 
the hypocrisy of Barack Hussein Obama. Here's a man who is taking the party line and saying, oh, give him 100 days. Give him a chance. Well, I don't think I have to wait 100 days, do you? The man passed five executive orders in less than a week or in about eight days. The man is trying to trash us with a trillion-dollar bill that your children's children will never uh, get to pay back. No, my friends, I think I'm going to get even more strident, not less. What is shameful, my chinless friend from San Francisco, is the trillion-dollar bailout bill. What is shameful, my friend, is a bailout bill that gives money to crooks, lobbyists, illegal aliens, ACORN, and people on welfare who pay no taxes. What is shameful, my chinless friend from San Francisco, is appointing a tax cheat to the post of Treasury Secretary. Shameful is breaking your own rules against hiring lobbyists two days after you make them, my chinless wonder. Shameful is closing Gitmo with no idea what to do with the killers in Gitmo. Shameful is spending $150 million on your coronation, my friend. And if you think I'm going to be silenced by chinless wonders like you, you got another guest coming. I'll be right back. New York, Ken, welcome to the Savage Nation. This is Dr. Unsavage filling in. Oh, yes, Dr. Savage. I just had a question. Um, one time I'm uninsured. One time I walked into an emergency room and I couldn't get care because they said it was a thousand dollars. I know you're being sarcastic and funny today, but what's funny about them saying I have to pay a thousand dollars, but I can't afford a thousand dollars? Why? No, you why? should get the he the medical care that all get, the universal medical care that they get in Cuba. Anyone could go into a clinic in Cuba and get care, and you know it's certainly superior to our white racist medical capitalist system, right? Um, well, I mean, everyone I gets care in Cuba, and you know it's better than our care. I mean, they can rub like the, the leaves of uh, guava into the into the healing uh, into the abscess. You know, that's the kind of care you're entitled to. So I can't wait until this bill passes, and I know you're bitter about it, and that makes. I, why am I bitter about it? What do I care? It's not going to affect me really. I have enough money to pay the taxes. You're the happy one because you're the loser who's going to get something for nothing. So well, of course, guys like you are happy. Guys like you who are too stupid to make the money on your own want someone else to support you. And that's that's good. That's good that people should support men like you. But you see, people like you are so stupid you can't figure out why it costs $1,000 for you to use a, an emergency room. Don't you figure out why? Where do you think the money goes? Who do you think is paying for the illegal aliens? Schmuck, it's you. Do you know that the illegal aliens pay nothing? Are you aware of that? Um, no, but I, I'm actually... Well, no, you see, but this is this is the problem. They pay nothing, but the dumb American, the dumb American pays the $1,000 to use the emergency room so the illegal aliens can get a free hospital ride, let's say, for a runny nose for one of their wonderful children that was birthed here across the border, who became an instant citizen. They call 911, the EMT comes out and takes the child with a runny nose to the, uh, to the, to the uh, hospital, all the relatives are in there, maybe, you know, some animals or whatever, for, and they're all clucking around in the emergency room, and you pay for it. Well, but, but if it's somebody's child, we have to we have to have sympathy for that, though. Correct, and the child's entitled to an ambulance ride for a runny nose, correct? What's that? I said that that child from the third world should have a free ambulance ride to the emergency room, correct, even for a runny nose? Well, if they, if they can't afford it, yeah. They should have an ambulance ride. They shouldn't have to use a bus or anything the way I did. But, well, maybe they might not be able to afford that bus. That's right. So you should give them a free ambulance ride. But who pays for the ambulance ride? 
Well, I, I think the government should pay for it. And who's the government? Obama. So he should pay for it? Well, through... You mean, you mean out of his pocket, him and him and Michelle should pay for the ambulance ride? No, the, the public tax dollars should pay for it, like in every other first world nation. I see. So in other words, every other first world nation has the same percentage of illegal immigrants that we have as well. Is that correct, Ken? I, I wouldn't know that information. Well, you wouldn't know that. That's why you're asking these questions. I'm here to help you. They don't. We have the largest number of Ill illegal immigrants proportionate to the population of any first world nation. So your thinking is limited in the sense that you think apples are apples when, in fact, you're comparing apples to oranges. But I, I think the well, it's very good, though, that you feel good that everyone's going to get free medical care. The main thing is you go to sleep feeling good tonight, knowing that someone else is going to pay for the illegal aliens and you. And so uh, that's why you should, as a progressive, celebrate tonight. Michael Savage, a host like no other. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Indianapolis, George, you're on the Savage Nation. Hi, how are you? Hello. Next case, off the air. Uh, let me explain the rules again. When you get on the show, don't ask me how I am, please. I won't take your call. I'm a rude guy. I don't want you to ask me how. You know, when I listen to talk radio driving in a car, the local yokels do this. Hey, Bob, how are you? Good, John. How are you? Fine. Good. What are you calling about, Bob? Uh-huh. Out. Off. I'm, I'm listening to Montevani music at that point. Anything. I'm listening to Mexican love songs. I'm listening to baseball. Anything. I'm the button scanning. Hi, you're on WBZD. How are you? Good. For, it's not CB radio. I'm not in a truck. I'm not breaking one here. It's a radio show. National radio. Get up there and say your piece. Chicago. Dennis, you're up on the Savage Nation topic. Please go ahead. Uh, Michael, yesterday you opposed uh, Barack Obama's decision to close uh, Gitmo. And uh, I, I, it left me wondering, because uh, torture and other harsh techniques that were done there are unconstitutional, like our own country. Oh, my, oh, my. Is setting off a bomb in a city unconstitutional, sweetie? It is a no. Oh, darling, listen to me, sweetheart. They have no constitutional rights, darling. They're not American citizens. Do you get it? Do you get oh. it, son? Do you get it, son? They were being tried as enemy combatants. Do you know who defied, they defined that originally, enemy combatant? The concept of an enemy combatant. Do you know who defined that? 
I don't know. Who, who defined it? It was Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Socialist Democrat, 1944. He used that designation, his Justice Department did, to try Nazis who were dropped onto Long Island by, uh, by German submarines. He tried them not as American citizens, not in courts of law, but as enemy combatants. And they were tried and found guilty and shot. Are you aware of that, Democrat? Uh, socialist FDR did that, Dennis. The problem is you're not educated. The problem is the media is filled with sycophants. Savage. San Diego Lee, you're on the Savage Nation. What's on your mind? Go ahead, please. Yes, Mr. Savage, I listen to conservative talk radio a great deal. And one of the things that I often hear you refer to uh, as it relates to the white male and this war are things that are being raised against the white male in America. Uh, what I hear is frustration because the bottom line, uh, Mr. Savage, white rulership or white domination, which in truth stems from white supremacy, that day is over. And it's right, let me, let me, let me see. I'll take your paranoid fantasy of black rule. Let me ask you something. Where on earth does black supremacy show equality for people? Wait a second. Why would you take, why would you take something that we know to be an actual fact? Well, you didn't answer my question. Don't ask me another question. I'll ask you a question. It's my show. Don't try to scare me with your garbage. You're telling me that the model of Africa is what we should look forward to? That's what we should look forward to is, is, is a rule like in uh, Mugabe's country or in South Africa, the AIDS capital of the universe? Tell me where we should look to black leadership as an example of what the world should be following. Mr. Savage, you're doing what, what all of the conservatives... No, 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 Mr. Mister Sir. No, no, you're doing what you're doing, which is trying to propose black supremacy. I'm asking you to show me one country on earth where black supremacists rule, where people have it better than in the United States of America. Can you do that, sir? Why are you flipping the coin? As, as Why? Why? Because you bent the coin. I'm straightening the coin out. You gave me a twisted coin history that's why we're in trouble that's why we have the charlatan as president and idiots like you calling the show talking about constitutional rights for osama bin laden